you have to embrace who you are. You know, we, we said to him, what you always want to be able to tell your kids, when you look in the mirror, be proud of what you see, be proud of what you see on the inside, be proud of who you are as a person. Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast, where we talk about Python, career and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career, and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another PyBytes podcast episode. This is Julian. I'm here with Bob. How's it going, man? It's going well. Thank you. We're back. How are you doing today? Good. Very good. It's uh, been a bit of mission of a day, but I am feeling good right now. And uh, it's nice to be back on the podcast with you. <laughs> it's a bit of, again, we, we take two, our breaks are too long in between. Yeah, we had some amazing guests, right? But when was the last time we recorded? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, two or three. But yeah, I was I was pretty bummed. I missed the episode with the uh, with Russell and you know the, the whole teaching thing. That was um, that was yeah, really it was awesome. Yeah. yeah, amazing what Enjoyed stuff that. they're doing. So happy uh, we got them on the podcast. Yeah, and uh, for everyone who couldn't see it, the, the wall of all the of all the PyBite certificates on the uh, on the kids' classroom. That was that's amazing. That's really cool. It's still linked in the episode as well. Yeah, if you want mm. to check it out. Yeah. So what what about you, man? How are you doing? Good. Yeah, all good. I've been coding a lot. It leads into the wins, I guess. We launched our own CMS system. So um, everybody we talk with, um, everybody, our <laughs> relationships, we all manage them now in our own CMS system. We built with Django mm-hmm. and uh, we could ditch Asana basically, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It, it's such a cool story in the sense that uh, we're eating our own dog food, as we like to say all the time, because this was me wanting to, you know, do some more coding because I've been coding less and less lately as we build PyBytes, right? And so it was really nice to dive back into coding with you, Bob, and we coded it as if we were coach and mentee. <laughs> as if someone who joined the PDM program, so I was the one who joined and you were coaching me through it. It was really cool. And over five, six weeks, was it? Mm. What are we at? Yeah, I think it was five weeks, but whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, we, like four sessions. Yeah, yeah it was only six a few weeks sessions. of development time. Exactly. And um, yeah, now we have this this uh, CMS app that we can use for ourselves. And the, the best part is you're scratching your own itch. And this is why we love you know PDM and everything, because... We built it for ourselves. It's customized for our own stuff. It'll scale. Uh, it's scalable for other people to use eventually, uh, but it suits our need. And it's beautiful. It's it's simplistic. It's easy to use. It's straightforward. And it just does what it's designed to do. There's no fluff. There's no extra stuff on the top to slow us down. And it's just, it's amazing. So I'm, I'm happy and I'm proud. So that's a big win. Even encryption is not slowing us down. Ooh. Oh, yes, exactly right. As usual, we, uh, we uh, had to do some research, learn new things, like we encrypted the data. We did two-factor authentication. This morning, we implemented some nice uh, JavaScript thing that we can add mention each other and that mm-hmm. fires up notifications. So it's kind of cool because it was would have been very, and I will stop, <laughs> uh, it would be very easy to 
to get stuck in tutorial paralysis and because you know building CMS is not easy, right? But we we purposefully we we kept it simple. And you know, our first iteration was very simple, right? And we got something working and deployed, and now we're just adding features to it and we just go with the flow. Yeah. And as we've said in in past emails and stuff, by deploying that simplistic, really base model MVP of the, the product, we were able to use it and then go, okay, well, what's the most important piece that comes next? And that was really fun. So, you know, all right, we need to be able to, you know, edit these fields and then give me a back button and let's uh, have a, a feed so we can communicate and all sorts of stuff, you know, so it's it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So that's, I think our win, but yeah, I will, I will, I will take that. You'll take it. Oh, well, then I don't have a win. I didn't. Uh, you, you don't know. Here's one I prepared earlier. No, I've got a, a slight win, but um, that that dives into the episode. Then, are we ready to go? Let's go. Yeah. All right. So this this one, everyone listening, thank you as always for listening. This is going to be slightly different from what we normally talk about. It's still career and mindset related, uh, but it is something very personal to me. But I just really wanted to to tell the story. I thought it was really a touching, moving story. And I thought it might provide um, some thought for everyone, some food for thought. So I'm setting a timer to actually stop myself going on for (laughs) for too long, Bob. So here I go. Um, Now today, so as as you all know, I've got got kids and I've got a six-year-old son and he came home from school today and he actually asked me the question, and for everyone who hasn't seen me, if you haven't seen me through the website or something, uh, you know, I've got brown skin. And he came home and he said to me, he goes, uh, you know, Daddy, why is my skin brown? And I said to him, I said, well, you know, your, your skin's a mix of m- mummy and mine, you know. So uh, my wife's Canadian, and, and so her skin's quite fair, and she's Caucasian, and, and I'm brown. So he's got a mix of that. And he said, why? And I told him that. And he said, oh. And I said, why do you ask me that? And he said, because someone at school, when they were playing sports today, someone from another class said to him, your skin is brown. And they didn't do it maliciously. It wasn't, you know, something aggressive. He didn't feel it. It wasn't something to attack him, but he felt self-conscious instantly because no one's ever said it to him before. No one's ever felt the need to point out that his skin is not Caucasian, that he's got brown skin. And he was suddenly thinking about it as a six-year-old, thinking about this stuff and worrying about it. So he came home to tell me that. And when I, I explained this to him, he actually said to me, and this this was heartbreaking, right, hearing this, he said to me, he goes, I kind of, you know, I, I kind of wish that you weren't here so my skin wouldn't be brown, and you can imagine how that must how that would feel hearing your your six year old son say something like that to you, right? It's 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 mortifying. It's not something you ever want to hear. Um, but you know, again, mindset and everything. So I'm not worried about it in that from that perspective. He is clearly just playing with what he knows. He knows that he was made to feel uncomfortable because someone pointed out his skin, and he's just he's just verbalizing that, and. As, as sucky as that was, you know, we had a chat all evening, myself, him, my wife, my other son, um, and, and we talked about it and we were talking to him about how you have to be comfortable in your own skin, you know, and pun intended, right? <laughs> but you, you have to 
embrace who you are. You know, we, we said to him, what you always want to be able to tell your kids, when you look in the mirror, be proud of what you see, be proud of what you see on the inside, be proud of who you are as a person and own it. You know, if someone ever, so I told him, I said, if someone ever said to you, your skin is brown, don't get defensive, don't get angry, just say, yeah, you're damn right, it's brown, it's great, it's fantastic, I love it, it's awesome. Let's celebrate that, you know. And to me, this was just this this moment, and it, it's almost indicative of the workplace. And this is where I'm connecting the dots with what I do day to day, what I see day to day, when we all go into new jobs and coding roles, you name it, um, there is an imbalance, right? And there are times when people are going to walk into the workplace and they're not going to look like everyone else who's there. <laughs> you know, you 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 can't deny that that's going to happen, right? And the important thing is to own it, is to to embrace who you are and just get on with it, you know, and and not be afraid of being who you are, not be uh, upset of about who you are you know, and be proud of that. So that's the sort of messaging I was going through with my son tonight. And, you know, the the reality is um, at his school, it's pretty much everyone's Caucasian. <laughs> when I go to school pickup every afternoon, I am the only brown person at that school out of well, a couple of hundred, 300 something kids. And it's just, it, it makes, it, he must have this feeling of, without even realizing what it is that he must feel different. He must know that the other people around him don't look the same. And he's probably thinking that now. If he didn't before, he's probably thinking it now. And that makes me sad. And that is sad in general. But it's also just something that's going to happen. If it didn't happen now, it would happen in high school. It would happen uh, in the workplace. It would happen at university, whatever. But, um, you know, again, the important message here, and I'm actually under time. This is great. The <laughs> important message here is just, we have to be comfortable in our own skin. We have to be proud of uh, who we are and and um, not be phased by things like that. And again, this this other child, I'll say this as a disclaimer, was not malicious. They just saw that, hey, in this surrounding where every other kid is, is Caucasian, uh, here's a brown kid. So I'm just going to, as a six-year-old as well, I'm going to say, hey, you're brown. That's cool. You know, and um, not intentional. They're, they're not trying to upset my son, but that's just how he took it. And that's another perspective, right? And sometimes the things we say and do may be completely innocent from our perspective, but I guarantee that kid who said it to my son is not thinking about it late into the evening like my son was. Guarantee they're not having a, a talk around their dinner table that, hey, there's a kid in the class that is a different color, right? And so this is this is all indicative of a lot of things, but um, yeah, the message I, I want to get across is just yeah, let's be comfortable in our skin and be proud of that. And uh, it's it's going to be a challenge for many of us as we move into different workplaces, when you move overseas, different countries, different cultures. It's just the nature of being human in the world today. But we should just embrace it. So there you go, Bob. Thanks for letting me talk for five minutes. Appreciate. Thanks, it. Thanks, man. Great story. So, uh, hmm. thanks for sharing that here. Look at that. My, my timer just went off. I, I nailed that. <laughs> Concise. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank, thank you everyone for listening. That was not an easy one to, to talk about. We actually had something planned totally. for tonight, but um, given this just happened, I just thought, you know what? We should, uh, I'll, I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. 
and we'll see how it goes. So also, yeah, kudos on how you guided your son through it and also how you took it yourself, right? Because that that's pretty heartbreaking, right? What he mm. said. And of course, you know, he, he he's six years old, right? He's he probably is not aware of, of how that mm. came across what he said to you, right? So we so you, you you had good perspective there, right? Because it's yeah. <laughs> as a parent, it's very easy to take that personal. <laughs> <laughs> it's but emotional, yeah. Yeah, kind of have that empathy and and put yourself in his shoes where he is, you know. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's so. Yeah, kudos. kudos no, we'll we'll well. be fine. And yeah, you know, he he's sleeping outside tonight. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I took away his screens. He's out of the will. No, uh, no, it's all good. No, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And thanks for letting me um again for letting me talk about it tonight. Letting me talk about it or supporting me t- talking about it tonight. <laughs> No, as you said, right, this is a podcast about Python developer, but also career mindset. And, and this is definitely in the mindset bucket, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. There, yeah, I've, I've been there joining t- the coding team and being the only person that looks like me. It happens, right? But uh, that's not my self-worth in how I look. So, um, But anyway, all right. So, look, in the essence of time, we did have to do our normal wrap-up, which is to talk about the books. The Ooh. books. You What's start. reading? Well, no, you start. I need a drink of water. Okay, yeah. So I decided to uh, to stick to fewer books to actually finish them, but I've said that before. It's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. déjà vu or nth attempt. Um, no, but I'm I'm actually reading um, Architecture Parents with Python, Harry Percival and Bob Gregory, and yeah, very interesting, right? Like uh, the design patterns, DDD or domain driven design and yeah, it really makes you think about how to better design your apps, what goes where. Um, so I find it an interesting read. It's, it's chock full with practical code examples. It's doing TDD, test-driven development, um, even goes into event-driven microservices. So interesting read. It is, it's not an easy read. It's it's definitely a book you just have to sit down and, and really focus and, and really try to understand the code and stuff. But yeah, it's, it's a good read. No, that's cool. I love it. That's uh, that's really awesome. And again, keeping up that active study. Thanks, man. So, always, always. <laughs> what about you? Um, yeah, I, well, actually, I'm going to credit this book to Morella Tolbure, who's been on the podcast before, our, one of our bestest friends and fans. And we, we love Morella. Uh, she put me onto this book a few weeks ago called The Internet of Money. And it's essentially a series of talks by, I should know the author by now, whatever, um, by this guy. (laughs) And it's just this talks on on, um, Bitcoin. And what is really interesting, and I listened to the audio book rather than reading um, a physical book, but uh, the thing that, that got me about this is it's not about the cryptocurrency. It's not about the you know the, the token and stuff. It's about the underlying technology about it, and that just had me hooked. And I was loving the book. So there's another two volumes out now. Um, I think I saw after I finished this one. So I might have to pick those up because it was just riveting. I just love it from an interest and, and technology perspective. How it's changing the world and it has the potential to change the world. I think that's the important part. Uh, and I. I it's just really exciting to me to to be seeing and, and learning about something so new where we can't even sort of imagine how it can change the world. And a lot of the analogies that he uses in the 
his talks are like, well, this is just like we couldn't have imagined how the internet would change the world and how phone lines would essentially go from uh, copper exchanges and stuff to actually being on the internet, um, how cars would change the world from the horse and cart and and so on and so forth. So really great read and, and listen. So I enjoyed it. Cool. So it's, it's not only about Bitcoin as, as the... Um... The currency it's 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 also about the technology and how that's really revolutionary well he he barely talks about the current any cryptocurrencies at all throughout the entire book it's mainly about the technology underneath how it works how it's different but just the fact that we're, we're talking about currency um when we think about uh bitcoin is because it's just a logical uh, use case at this point in time but you know just like the logical use case for for roads was the car, but look at how many other use cases we have for it now that they're established. So anyway, that loose analogy. I'm sure I butchered that, but uh, yeah, a good book. I enjoyed it. Really enjoyed yeah, it. So sorry to stay on the topic, more. but another thing you, you shared with me about that book and that was really eye-opening was like, well, you, you feel you're in control with the bank and stuff, mm. but you're not. Like if one day they decide to not grant you any cash, you won't have your cash <laughs> and, and yeah. you know, Bitcoin technology flips that around, right? Yep. Exactly. Right. You know, it's, it's with you and that's where it says you are, the, as, as he says in the book, you, know, you are the bank, you, you're everything as, as opposed to, as we, yeah, as we were saying, like if the, the ATM at your bank isn't working and they closed because maybe it's a Sunday and the ATM's broken your money, you can't get to it. So how, realistically how much is that money actually yours so it's a really interesting um take and perspective thing and honestly it's something mind-blowing in the point that uh, we've been we spent what 30 years dealing with the current financial system so the idea of even trying to think about it as something different is really difficult and there's there's another podcast in in that just changing the way you think about a topic so i'll save that one amazing thank you Murado. Mm. for yet another good book suggestion <laughs> yeah exactly we, we we appreciate you marilla thank you uh but yeah that's it so you have she's probably she's probably reading it walking <laughs> <laughs> i beat her i beat her because i listened to it she's still reading but she read another book at the same time so <laughs> she wins <laughs> all right well look i'm done anything else from you bob no i think we're good uh, but we'll be back next week with another topic, be it developer or mindset or both. Brilliant. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Any feedback, just um, send us an email, info at PyBytes, feedback or ideas. We always love to hear from you. Tailor our content to your needs and preferences. And yeah, other than that, have a great week. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more from us, go to PyBite slash friends. That is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show. And to join our thriving Slack community of Python programmers, go to pybytes slash community. That's pybit.es forward slash community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode.